Hey everybody and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week we are missing Sam for the majority of the show, so we apologize that she does chime in for a teaser at the end of the show. Nate and I go through some uh, little rabbit holes. We pretty much focus in on uh, how old are you now kind of thing with the high school and TV show situations and movies, I guess, of people who are not the right age to be playing those roles. But, you know, let's get going and here's the show. I don't know what's going on with my camera lately. I'm all, it's not as is. I mean, obviously, I'm in bad lighting right now, but it's not as high quality as it used to be. Is uh, that, I assume that maybe I fucked up a setting somewhere. No, I think it's just older computers. Mine, mine's not nearly as good. And I've relegated my Apple to just this podcast now. So. Oh, that's sad. Well, you know, it does its job for us, I guess. Well, it's not a. It's not a. Uh, Visual medium, so yeah. Well, I know, I know. If I decided to go uh, put us on YouTube for some oh, reason, don't do that. nobody needs to see that. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. The randomness. I like you and I are not exactly what we say. Uh, bring in the viewers, type men. That's rude. That's kind of rude. Well, it's honest. It's brutal truth. That's fair. I'm grouping us That's together, fair. so it's okay. That's fair. Okay, fine. And, um, it's yeah. So today's is just going to be Nate and I for the most part. Sam is going to try and tr- sneak her way in at some point during the episode. <laughs> Sucks to be you, listener. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am just I am only going to be talking about World Cup qualifying. That that'll be. In case you're wondering, Faroe Islands still nil, Moldova nil. Yeah. The, the... I'm not even sure. I I had to look up where the Faroe Islands are. I know now. Yep. It's it, it... off the coast. Yeah. It's off the coast of. Um, well, basically Scandinavia. It's out, out there. Uh, a protect protectorate? Is that the term? Of so, Denmark? Like yeah. Now I know. Could not tell you where Moldova is. Not a clue. I'm assuming it's in that Eastern Bloc territory by the Caspian I was, Sea. I was also watching Norway v. Gibraltar. Gibraltar? Which I was... Which I, was I didn't know Gibraltar was a country. Oh. I knew... I know the Strait of Gibraltar. Yep. I've heard of the Rock of Gibraltar. I did not know Gibraltar was a country. And the only reason I was watching it is because of Norway, because they have like one of the you know most exciting young players in the world, Hall, er, Erling Holland. Right. Um, and so I was watching that. ESPN Plus is a hell of a hell of a thing, man. It does have some there's good like, coverage. There's like 40 games going on. Like Montenegro, Latvia, probably no, I mean, not getting I, a huge huge following. Getting getting numbers that one. Uh, Bosnia Herzegovina against Kazakhstan. I could go on and on. I I mean, there's there's some matches. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to. But there are actually some legit good games on. The, I'm joking about most of these. Um, like France and well, France and Finland. I don't know if Finland's. Finland's good. decent enough. It should be a good game. I would Netherlands say. Turkey sounds like that might be two fairly decent teams. Eh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure. It out. I, I mean, if for those of you who listen who actually watch football, soccer, you know. ESPN Plus is the way to go, and then, um, with, well, I'm or if you sure. watch rugby, you can watch rugby. You can watch cricket. Been watching cricket uh, here and there. True, it's very exciting. Very exciting Some sport. Baseball, though, it, it, cricket did get a shout on the uh, on on the social media and on some uh, some sports uh, some ESPN shows what? recently because of that. Uh, the uh, is it called a batter? What is the the yeah. Batsman is a uh, batsman. Okay, you didn't see that clip from uh, last week where the batsman got hit in the nuts three separate times. No, in, like, I did not same... catch that one. No, no. Yeah, but... it was like um, it happened. It happened like three times. I don't think it happened. It happened like three times in an, a 
bat? Is that oh, what they're, they still called? It, it bat. Okay, so what it's called? It's you're at bat, but there's overs, so you switch sides. Okay. So you get, I think it's six bowls and over. Okay. Um, and then you rotate to the next size, and then you have a certain amount depending on the type of cricket. If it's test, it doesn't matter how many overs, but you have a limit. Like there's sixty over matches, twenty over matches, ten. Uh, so it's like the faster the sh- the shorter amount of overs, the faster the game is, the more sixes and boundaries kind of things. So a six is a home run, essentially. Ah. It goes over the boundary in the air. A four is it rolls over the boundary. So you get four runs. Gotcha. And then if you well, run, run back, if you run past each other and you don't get uh, out the wickets, you get a run. So back and forth is two. And if you make it for, you know, that's the scoring system. Oh, yeah, I caught all of that. Uh, but any, anyway, the yeah, he got hit in the nuts three times. And, and the last the last time you could hear him very audibly yelling something along the lines of shit not again. <laughs> and and it wasn't that the, the bowler didn't hit him straight up. It was like a tip off the um the bat or uh, bat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, it wasn't I no actually one of them was straight up cuz you know, I I mean the batsmen kind of do a uh, kind they, of a they protect position. the wickets essentially. Yeah, so so he you know, he was going like half goalie, half batter. Yeah. Um uh, and it did hit him in the nuts. And the bo- the best thing was the bowler just was like laughing because what are you gonna? I mean, I mean, I assume the guy's okay. I assume they wear cups. They do. Hopefully, they do. Because he would have been in a lot more pain. But yeah, so that's the only shine and shout out cricket's gonna get on U.S. Uh, very, very, um, very rarely very unless there's an amazing catch kind of thing. That, that yeah, sometimes happen. those show up on the uh, like the late night like sports the midnight centers, like play of play of the yeah, like a like a SVP's play of the day kind of thing. Those will show up. Yeah. It is very impressive. Like, you know, when they're out there diving and, and shit. Um, but, you know. So... I, I'll, I'll oh. keep an eye on this. Um, I'll keep an eye on this Faroe Island score just throughout it in case you're curious. I, I appreciate um, it, yes. S- still nil-nil. Still okay. nil-nil. Okay. What were you about to I ask? I don't think that's going to change much. Um, you texted me something the other day. I did? I, I'm trying to think of what, what it was like. Oh, save that for the pod. Oh, the, 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 the Andrea Zuckerman. The Andrea Zuckerman line. Yeah, line. It's, it's a... Yeah, it's in the same um, uh, vein. Vein. That was the word I was looking for. Of the um, the one we referred to many times, the Brilf, Brimley co- Cocoon line. Is it the Wilford Brimley co- Brimley Cocoon line? Yes. Cocoon line, which is uh, the people when people hit the the Brimley Cocoon line, it's the age that Wilford Brimley was in Cocoon, right. which I believe is they do it in days because you can't. It's hard to do in quite in years. Well, it's not hard to do in years if you know the days and months. It's like but, fifty um, years, three months, and so something so many like days. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny because everybody just always remembers Wilford Brimley as being old. Well, he, he he's was old forever. Well, that's just that we I think we've discussed this before. That's the well, maybe not for everybody, but that's not a bad way to age to look old at a younger age, but then you never age again. The other so like like Wilford Brimley at fifty and William Wilford Brimley at ninety looked exactly the same. So on the one end, when you're forty and you or you're fifty and you look like that, people are like, "Ooh, you look kind of old." But when you're ninety, everybody's like, "You look great." Yeah, you haven't you haven't aged in forty years. Christopher Lloyd, another one. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd's one who's actually been old. I think I think a lot of people were thrown off. I know I was. Um, it his like when I saw him not as Doc Brown, like without the white without the white hair, the gray hair. It was it was more white than gray. It was kind of crazy. Right. But like when you when you saw him with like his real darker hair, he looked a hell of a lot older than Doc Brown. So that one was kind of unsettling. Um. 
Another one I saw yesterday, actually, that who, a guy who just probably because I haven't seen him in so long, but who just aged a, a lot is Tony Danza. There was a viral video going around of some outdoor cafe in New York where a band was playing like out on the sidewalk. And Tony Danza just like, I don't know if he was at the cafe or if he just walked by. He started performing because, you know, he's like a yeah. he's a very talented performer, like a song and dance guy. You know, he's not just Tony from Who's the Boss or Tony from Taxi. He was always Tony. Who was also he? shout out to also shout out to Christopher Lloyd who was great on on Taxi, um, but yeah he Tony is full gray Tony Dance is full gray but it's also long like it's it's uh, it's by the it's way he of, was also Tony in The Good Cop. Yeah, do you think that's just be, it's like a thing he wants or it's just like a a thing that it's the An only Italian guy he, he, he well he was a boxer so it's possible he's got some some stuff jarred loose in the head. Maybe. It's possible that he has to be Tony by character, or else he gets confused. That be that's kind of it's troubling. It's po- it's po- I mean, he was a boxer pre-taxi. That was like his thing. I feel I feel like his characters in several of his shows, he was a boxer. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. We got started with the so the Brimley line, yeah. But the one that I found that I think was very entertaining is I think it's called Finally Andrea Zuckerberg. Yeah. Is that what I sent you? Yes. It's called Finally Andrea Zuckerberg. And at that one is the when a person reaches the age, which is uh, 20, it's like 10,870 days, something like that. Yeah, 867 um, days, yeah. Okay, which was the age that Andrea, that Gabriel Cateris, who played Andrea Zuckerberg in Beverly Hills 90210, it's the age that she was when the show premiered, which she was, it was 29. She was a little bit short of 30, but she was playing a 15-year-old. And that's the funny thing is that, you know, a 30 year old is playing a 15 year old. So so now when people hit that line, it's basically, you know, th- th- this is the age that somebody is when they when somebody else was playing a 15 year old. Yeah. And they, it, they don't they don't update it all that often. Like Mike Trout, like if you look at the the feed, Mike Trout was one of the last ones to hit it, which frankly, I didn't even realize but Trout was that old because he just got I is there a more boring superstar in all of sports uh... like no he literally he's one of the he might go down as the greatest player of all time and most people are like who okay yeah like they've heard the name but they he could walk into especially i don't if you've if you've seen mike trap you know what he looks like yeah he could walk into any bar in southern maybe not in southern california in anaheim they probably recognize him but walk into a bar anywhere in the country and people will be like guy looks like an athlete but i have no idea who he is you're probably right, and down there it's like in. And he, he has he has no he has no personality. Like he's he's just he's just an incredible player. That's that's which is enough. It should be enough. I are you? But I don't know if you is something that we are you complaining about or is it just kind of like one of those things where you're just like, well no i'm sure that i am not complaining uh baseball's complaining because baseball needs superstars well, and, they have another one on that team too that you know so he's a show well but then yeah then you get into some some, some sticky some sticky wickets as they say oh well um, done so nice, th- thank nice you callback. right back uh with people getting you know the stephen a smiths of the world who kind of put their foot in their mouths complaining about shohei because he yeah he actually does he does speak english uh, yes, people he does. i don't yeah, know what doesn't want like, to do interviews with you know well no it's a thing with um specific special well it's all players in any sport where english is their se- their second language they've i've always like levitard talks about it all the time they even though a lot of them speak very good english they don't they're afraid because it's their second language they don't want something they say to be misconstrued they're they're, they're you know they're very they don't want to talk to the media in their second language because they're afraid they'll say something wrong. So they're like, well, if I can have a translator, then I'm going to have a translator. 
Like um, Ichiro, Ichiro Suzuki, one of the greatest players of all time, spoke speaks fluent English, but he never did an interview in English because he was just like, nah, I'm just gonna. And it's 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 when you when you have that situation, you could just totally like not do interviews. Yeah. Because because it's like no, nope, uh, speak English. Yeah. But yeah, but but Trout's boring on purpose. But he's it's not good for baseball because they need stars. Dude, they need something. Uh, it's baseball. I mean, who who really cares? I mean, uh, I says enjoy the guy it. says the guy wearing a baseball hat right now with a team. That's doing better your than team. your team. Not by much. They're in a actually no. The Cardinals are in a tailspin right now. Yeah. But they were getting pretty close for a bit. Oh, did you see uh, that we're having another hurricane coming down the coast? So. Uh, another one. Yeah, I think there's. Oh, another good. One. That was um. Well, I saw Franklin Graham today. He he he. You know, Franklin Graham, son of Billy Graham, legendary uh, televangelist. Oh. He Franklin Graham. He he himself is a well-known televangelist, as you might imagine. His politics skew. What? Pretty far right. Uh, he blamed all these hurricanes on the number of homosexuals on the East Coast. He said that is the reason all these hurricanes are happening. Um, I don't think there's a scientific basis behind that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, that uh, that New York stuff was crazy. That was... Uh, I mean, that's not shocking, though. They knew that was coming. The New Yorkers. I don't think they, they didn't know it was going to be like a lot of th- hurricanes. They, n- they didn't know it was going to be that bad. Um, they thought that by the time it, you know, because a lot of a lot of those storms turn course at the la- you know they that I mean the lands, fact that yeah. that was the worst one that's ever hit New York probably is a good reason why they didn't expect it to. But some of that footage was terrifying. Like yes. Brooklyn was in like four feet of water. Well, did you obviously you saw the foot of the uh, the Grubhub or. Uber yeah, the dri- yeah the driver. There, uh, there's like been a cert. The photographer who filmed that that brave. Nobody's sure what what service he was. I think I think the person who filmed it is this is a photographer, and he just ha- so happened to be filming the street and, and noticed this poor delivery guy on a bike where the bike the water was above his wheels. Yeah. Um, the guy who filmed it shouted out Grubhub, but I'm sure he was just guessing. Unless the guy had a Grubhub bag, you know, they have those those red, I don't know, attached to their bikes, I don't know. But that that photographer has gone on like a a quest to try to find the guy, which um probably give him some royalties or something like that. Because... Yeah, the the guy the the photographer has actually started a GoFundMe just being like this guy, I mean, obviously somebody who's doing that in that store. On the first hand you're like, well what who what kind of asshole orders delivery? In a, in a storm of the century situation. Um, like, that's the height of privilege. But then at the same time, people were like, well, how, I mean, that means this driver, the fact that he couldn't take a night off and needed to take these orders is needs the money bad. Yeah. Like, there's, you don't, you know, if you're, if you're an Uber driver, if you're a Grubhub person doing it as a side hustle, you're not going out in that storm. No, but but, like, but the, thus far, the, I mean, and they they've even gotten like big names in on the search. Like AOC chimed in. Yep. Uh, just, you know, just because that's her that's What's her, her area. Her area. She's yeah, and and but hers was more along the lines of obviously calling the guy like saying the guy's doing well. That was amazing what he was doing, but she was more calling out the person who ordered it, being like, "Don't do that." Yeah. Like, no, no. just don't do that. You know, you um, can wait a couple hours for everything to calm down to get some food. Or just, I mean, you gotta have enough. I mean, in 
you gotta have enough to scrounge something together for the night. Yeah. Just the night. And it's New York. You have a million neighbors. You can knock on the neighbor's door. Ask if they have something for the, you know, some ramen or something. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I even I have soup left over in cans from the early days of the pandemic. And those will last. Those last forever. Not forever, but a long time. A long time. I'm a, yeah. I, I should probably start trying getting to eat them. You know. I feel bad ordering like pizza in the if it's just rain, not a not a hurricane, just rain, and they're not driving. They're it, they're not riding bikes. They're driving cars, and I feel bad. But I, you know, I feel yeah. bad about a lot of things. Right. Uh, yeah, but that's I haven't seen anything lately. Like I assume that water has um, dissipated, it, dissipated, ebbed. I, I don't know the word I was looking for, but I assume that water is not three feet anymore. No, but yeah, no, I think it's, it's every, not. I think everything you know. kind of like drained the best it can. But it's not. It's just. It's going to be a yearly thing now. Just yearly, like the, weekly. Well, seems like weekly. Yeah, well, there's a yearly. Wait, I, I know it was the same storm that 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 hit New Orleans first, right? Wasn't that uh-huh. I, like and it just went all the way up the coast? It just went up the coast. Yeah, and really hit New York. Uh, so, and it, yeah, these are these are what we're looking forward to going forward. I'm like. You see the the fires in Greece, so it's not just California that's ablaze in Washington, like the West Coast. It's, you know, we're just, uh, it's fun times. End of days, some would say. Um, You know, I don't want to jinx anything, but the Midwest doesn't. Uh... Yeah, we had snowpocalypse and, uh, you know, the the bad winter stuff. But uh, You mean Texans <laughs> froze to death, so... I said Midwest. Texas is the Midwest. I know, but I'm, like, I'm just saying, I'm just giving you another place that... Bad things happen. Uh, and unprepared. Oh, bad things always happen in Texas, obviously. Oh. Um, oh, did you hear the, the, the Abbott thing today? The the sound clip? About the rape? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, when I, he, he, he was asked about, like, why this bill does not take exception to women who were raped or in cases of incest. Yeah. Like, normally those are protections, even under pretty strict anti-abortion bills because I, I mean what kind of monster to make you're going to make a person who was raped carry the their child to term yeah and his what was his 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 first They're, offhanded remark which is like the, what they keep saying is well it's six weeks you should know it's six weeks no you shouldn't no most no you should i mean i can't speak for obviously women in, in general, general no, but i know no. i know that from what i've seen uh on certainly on the twitter in the last week um, from what a lot of women say is, no, that's pretty early on. You really don't know. Um, but the more annoying thing that he said was like when he was pushed about the the rape aspect, and all, he just pivoted into, well, we're gonna we're gonna make an effort to um, to to what arrest all the rapists. Or, he's basically trying to make the argument that he's gonna he's gonna start like a pre crime division, like Minority Report, where he oh, can nice. track down rape rapists before they rape. Yeah, that's um, that's how that works. Which, yeah, he's an idiot. Oh. The problem is that he's an idiot that's gonna keep getting elected because it it's a state of idiots. Well, no, and no, that's just... not fair. I don't know. I and this is another thing. Like poor Texans, a lot of a lot of I you see a lot of people in the South, a lot of red states, and a lot of people in Texas now are, have been like pleading, being like, "We're not all like this. Don't blame all of us." You know, it's it's Texas has become a pretty purple state, so there are a lot of yeah, good people they, there. They effed up on a lot of things. If it, like 
the same thing goes for Kentucky in in a manner of speaking. Not that I saw I thought McGrady was any or whatever McGrath or whatever her name was. Uh um, no, she was terrible. She, was, she terrible. was terrible. She was a Trump Trump Democrat. Like Yeah. She, uh it was just at the NC doing DNC things. Um but whatever like they still put in uh what's his face? Um Ted Cruz who won't stay around for a, a snowstorm. Supposedly he goes to Cancun. Oh no! The, well, the 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 national level Texan Texas uh, Congress folks, whether they be um, in the House or Senate, they've been pretty quiet about all this. Like they, this is all a state legislature issue. Yeah, but um, you still like, like you can say what's wrong and what's right. What you know, the state like once again, they won't say anything. They don't care. Like that's the problem. Like that's not the problem. That's how it is. They just don't. They only care about money. Well, it's a it's a smart move for them. Oh yeah, but it's a smart move for those guys to not say anything. Like the fact that I you just brought up Ted Cruz and I had to think for a second. Has Ted Cruz said anything about it? Nope. No. Oh no no no. Yeah. He knows better not. Neither to. John Cornyn, the other senator. All those um, terrible terrible. Well, some of the terrible House members from Texas are busy doing other stupid things, like Louis Gohmert. Oh, he's easily, easily is top five dumbest man in Congress. Might even be top three. I don't know. The Cosworn um, kid is pretty effing stupid. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're on their they're, they're all the all new on, on... the new the new class of Republicans is just like they're all just going off the playbook of one said Trump. Well, um, Go, well Gomer's been there forever, but yeah, he's but he... he's trying to latch on to this new generation. Yeah, he's Gomer and 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 um. Cawthorn, Madison Cawthorn, yeah. yeah, and and Bo Bro, Bobert, 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 uh, yes, uh, yeah. This new class, they're on their new crusade to try to because they all know they're so fucked with the uh, trying to claim that they they can stop the telecom companies from from yeah, that, giving that's the, a new one. And, um, uh, what is there? Marjorie Green. She she had yeah. Uh, all of them. All all oh. the ones that are truly screwed because Jim Jordan they took part. did it as well. It's like yeah yeah. They're all they all signed this thing where they basically are. You know, because so what? You know, the the January sixth commission uh, subpoenaed all these telecom companies for phone records, which is something that's very common. It happens in happens in criminal uh, cases the all Patriot the time. Act, but it's not even, and it's and a lot of people are confused by it. They're not asking for for the contents of the calls. They're just asking for the call logs, like who did Lauren Brobert call that day. Then that's all they're asking for, and that's the type of stuff that a DA can get anytime when it's like a, a criminal case. Um, but yeah, these guys, all these ones who are scared shitless because they know they're in trouble, tried to um, sign this letter, basically threatening all the telecom companies that once they once they get back in charge, they will make the telecom companies' lives miserable. Which is, I mean, obviously it's an illegal threat, and they're obstructing a lot of things. Also, they can't. These telecom companies are way bigger than the U.S. government. Um, Wait, they own the U.S. Y- government. That's yeah, why. yeah. Like, but the the funniest one of the funniest things outside of um, there's a lot of their signatures people made fun of because a lot of them actually literally have the signatures of children. Oh, Cawthorn, the, the, just the, like the Cawthorn the one. I feel and people brought this up, and I so I he it's possible that he you know you know because he's he's paralyzed from a car accident right it's possible that his the reason his signature looks like that of a six-year-old is because he lost the motor skill some motor skill in his arms that's possible but i'm not that's the only time i'm ever going to do any defense of him because he's a fucking idiot 
but seemed to like to punch I, those I have trees. seen I have seen people comment because you know it was it was going viral his signature. Look it up yeah. if you haven't. Yeah. It looks like an eight like a seven year old signed his name. But I did see people that while who who hate him say, guys, we it's possible he has nerve damage in his arms, but that doesn't make him any less awful. No. Um, and frankly, I mean, Trump has the most insane signature of anybody. It's just, his thing looks like a seismograph from an earthquake. Um, but yeah, but the funniest thing about this letter that they address to all the telecom companies and all the um, big internet companies like Facebook and Yahoo and Google and all of those is, do you see who, that they addressed it to um, Melissa Mayer from Yahoo, who has not been the CEO of Yahoo in five years? Nice. It's like they did a Google search of who's in charge of Yahoo, and it was an old search. Like, they're just that dumb. It, it is an impressive amount of... Yeah. yeah I, I think 17 people signed it, and it's like, nobody's really taking it seriously, but if you look at the 17 names, it's 17 people who should legitimately be scared of what their call, you know, their call logs will show. Mm. Uh, I mean, e Mo, yeah, it's uh, Scott Franklin, Mo Brooks... Yeah, Mo, Mo, Mo Brooks is the one who um, was was Mo, Mo Brooks was one of the two. I get them confused. He was either the one that was wearing a bulletproof vest he was at the, the January 6th. Okay, like at, at that Trump um, rally, rally yeah. he was wearing a bulletproof vest, so he knew shit was going down. Then there's the other one whose name I can't recall, the one who kept claiming it was just like a normal tourist visit. Like oh. all the people storming the storming, I, I keep wanting to say storming the castle just because of it makes me think of Princess Bride. But they literally were have storming, fun the, storming castle. the castle. Storming the castle, boys. Have fun, have fun storming the castle. Um, uh. Yeah, Mo Brooks and like Louis Gohmert, and I, I'm sure Paul Gozer's on there. He's another terrible one. Um, yeah, it's yeah, all the sure. ones that know they're in trouble. Yeah, and Mike McCarthy's one of those ones who's been preaching from the high tower, being like, "This is illegal." I'm like, "You voted for this, man." You, you put this in the law. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, how long ago was it when Trump was looking into reporters and, like, trying to get their information and do that? It's just, like, it, we, we live in a vicious cycle of what this country is right now. And I'm just like, well, it's, we've done this to ourselves. We've allowed too much power to, uh, you know, corrupt everything. So, unless, unless we have a hard reset somehow, like... I'm not saying that power, we're going to be doing a... What is, what, is, what is the old saying? Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts, corrupts absolutely. absolutely. Yep. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. Uh, uh, well, on a lighter note... Please. Uh, getting, getting back to the Zuckerberg... Uh, Zuckerman. Why do I keep saying Zuckerberg? I'm confusing it with Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Facebook? Zucker, um, Andrea Zuckerman. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, the, I saw they that account in turn was retweeting another account. Oh. See now they're getting they're getting a little bit you know they're um, reaching. They're reaching a bit because it's I don't know which one. I feel like the the Brimley Cocoon one started it because that's certainly the most well known. Yes, but I, I guess I could look at all these accounts. And I don't dislike the Zuckerman yeah. one though because I was like yeah she was real. I just remember her being very old like back in the day when we that first oh. came out. Well, they were all they were all old. Yeah, but, but she like, was specifically. Well, well, she's sixty now, which and that show came out. Granted, the show came out thirty-one years ago, but like Ian Ziering just turned fifty like two years ago. So like he, Ian Ziering was like seven in his or eight 20s, years. Yeah, Luke Perry, rest in peace. 
He was in his early 50s. So, like, they were all old, but not as old as she was. That's the whole thing. Like, she was, and she was playing a 15-year-old, which is really funny. Yeah, you look at Greece, though. You know, that was, like. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if, if what we, you know, if we can do it. I'm sure we'd, have, you know, do some research on it. But who is the oldest actor to play a high school student in a production? Stocker, Chan- Stocker Channing in Greece has got to be up there. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not counting uh, reach-arounds like saying Roddy Dangerfield back in school. That doesn't no, count. that doesn't count. It was college, um, too. Yeah, that was college, too. College doesn't count. But, like, Stockard Channing, uh, it's got to be up there. Adam Sandler? Shh. That, that's no, see, that's, the, that's, yeah, another that's, re- yeah, that's another reach. I, I was Just, going for an outside-the-box yeah, yeah. thought there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like... Well, I mean, you know, and obviously there are reasons for it. Child labor laws and such. Like, it's easier to it's it's easier to hire people over 18 because they they can work longer hours and don't have to do like a school program but at the same time hiring a i i want to say stalker channing was like in her mid-30s when she played rizzo Mm -hmm. Uh, it it was insane um and so and john travolta all of them jeff conaway they were all pretty old i don't think anybody in that movie was like close to high school age by the way I Um, i found a list of the high, uh, oldest people to play high school? Yes, yes, yes. And oh, uh, oh, please. It was. Let me see. If we're going like, uh, it starts off with our uh, Stocker Channing. Of course. What does it list her age? Uh, Thirty-four. When Greece premiered. <laughs> I see. I would have guessed older. Uh, Henry Winkler was twenty-nine <laughs> during Happy Days. He's supposed to be a high. Was school. he high? Was he? Was he I, supposed to be a high school kid? I think I thought the Fonz was just like a really creepy he was just dude. A ran- yeah, I, f- I always felt like he was more like a like a Wooderson in, in Days and Confused. Like, he's not a high school kid. He just hangs out with high school kids. Which is really creepy. Oh, that doesn't make it. Oh, the Fonz was creepy as hell. Yeah, uh, let's see. Tommy McGuire is 26 in Spider-Man. Michael J. Fox, 24. I know this in is... In which? In Back to the Future? Back to in, the Future. In Family Tie. Well, Family Tie's Back to the Future would be the same. Oh, here we go. Uh, this could be interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, here's, here's your creepiest one. Shirley okay. Henderson. Now, you might not remember Shirley Henderson from anything, but she was in Chamber of Secrets. She played the ghost in uh, Moaning Myrtle. Oh, yeah. Okay. She was 36. In oh, playing Moaning, Mur- Moaning Myrtle? Yeah. So that's a big... I, you know what? I, I did read that recently. I don't remember where I saw that, but I, I did see that. That um, that one's a little different, because when you get into Harry Potter, it's kind of like... I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing not, it out not there. Your, not your typical high school situation. That was like, um, that was, I don't know. That's that was younger. Like that was the second movie. So that, that it depends on when she died, I guess. Uh, Gilmore Girls, we have one. Uh, Kiko Agina, Ad- she was twenty seven. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lane, her best friend Lane. Mm. Um, she looked young. Like Stalker Channing was just like laughably old. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Like Kiko Agina, like look. Though I will say, uh, not compare. I'm not trying to compare Stockard Channing to Wilford Brimley. Stockard Channing looks incredible now. Like so, she she's done that thing where she looked at thirty. Like like you said, she was 34, and I would have guessed she was older. She hasn't aged since then. Right. Like she looks pretty much the same as she did then. So if we go by the 30, let's just say like anyone who's 27 playing a high schooler. Yeah, it's Alan Ruck was 30 during Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That one I did know. That was a. I, I was surprised to see that because he's in his 60s now. And I was like, he's in his 60s now. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Jose. What I saw? Oh, what was it? Oh, um, there was a. Oh, I, I saw like a, a fun like fan theory about Ferris that I had never heard before. I was just reading one of. I think it was like a. Um, uh, in, in one of those those BuzzFeed lists where it's like top ten, you know, conspiracy theories from movies. That um that I'd never heard about Ferris Bueller, and the, the the theory was that Ferris Bueller is is in a Groundhog Day situation and is reliving the same day over and over again. Right, and that's that's in the same way that Bill Murray, you know, like that's how he's able to get away with everything he gets away with, and everything runs perfectly because he's been doing it a thousand times. And and that's in it, and that's also why he breaks the fourth wall and and talks to the camera. And it's also there's they said that if you actually go back and look, there are certain times when he you know, breaks, um, it's, that's breaking the fourth wall, right? When you look, talk directly to the camera. Yeah. Um, when he, when he knows what's going to happen, like the scene when, um, uh, when, when they realize the mileage on the car and, and Ferris looks into the camera and goes up, oh, here's where Cameron's going to lose it. Like he says that, like he already knew it was going to happen. And it explains why he was so desperate to marry Sloan, like right away, because, he he kept reliving the same day, so he wanted to marry her that day, so that because the next day would reset, and it actually makes a lot of sense. That uh, is kind of funny. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. Huh. Yeah, so there you there you go. Um, geez, I didn't realize that Tom Hanks was only thirty seven when he did, uh, Forrest Gump. Um, I would have thought he was a little bit younger. Mm. But the, the um, number one was uh, Paul Rudd, who was 32 during uh, what, wet, wet Hot American Summer, where he's supposed to be playing oh, that. But well, that, that, that one's kind of that like... one's kind of funny because they were going for the joke of how old they all were. Yeah, but um, that... but, but but how old was he in Clueless? Well, he was a college kid in Clueless, but he was he was a college kid that was supposed to be pretty close to to uh, um, her age, like he was just in college. Um, right, so he was you know must have been like a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. He went to UCLA, as I recall, um, if I remember that correctly. Um, uh, yeah. To, I'll have to start. start well, and, well uh, you know, and, and, and on the younger end, there have been college-age people, or I'm sorry, high school-age people that have played high schoolers. It's happening. Yes. They're just pretty rare. Like Mila Kunis was only 14 when she started that 70s show because she lied but, about her age. Yes, she did. Uh, yes. Which is weird that they didn't actually follow up on that. Uh, they don't um, care. Like, producers... Well, I thought she yeah, was but but, leg but legally they should have followed up. Oh, that absolutely. Because, because the 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 story that she tells and producers backed her up is that they asked her if she was eighteen and she said I will be, and then they left it at that. And she said and she jokingly said after the fact she said Yeah, I said I will be eighteen in four years, but she never said that. But like when you're talking about child labor laws, that feels like something you should look into. Uh, you know, yes, yeah. Um, I you know, and then, then again, I'm like, who, if she had graduated high school, so like some of these actors, kids, like the kid actors, like finish school quickly because of tutoring and everything else like that. Yeah. But not even this is school. Just, I mean, under, if you're under 18, the child labor laws apply no matter what. Right. I believe so. But if you're going to play that lie, you're going to have to go through it the whole way. You know, I saw, um, and this only reminded me cause I saw a trailer for the, the reboot that I didn't even know existed. But I would guess Neil Patrick Harris was probably playing the right age for Doogie. Yes. And that's in reverse. Like, you know, he was, they could have tried to hire an older actor, but they, you know, they, 
he was he was a young actor who you know um but just based on the way he looked i would guess that he was legit a teenager oh yeah he just he he looked really young child actors Uh, did did exist i mean but i saw that uh, i saw that they rebooted it uh yeah i was watching yeah it's on peacock peacock it's it's a it's a um you know they're doing the typical flipping the genders thing which they do now yeah uh Allah, he's all that um and yeah she's a um a, a, a child prodigy doctor in hawaii um and i just so happened to overhear it the, last night because it was i was watching nbc but it was in, it's on peacock right and i was i was looking at the ad and i'm like is, is she a child doctor okay this this that's cool and then at the end it said like her name is like Doogie, I think they kept the name Doogie. They just gave her a different last name. Uh, they they make her no. They make the references like her name isn't Doogie Hauser. We just call her Doogie Hauser. Oh, so it's just... it's like it, that's become become part of the. So it's very meta. That's yeah, it's become very part meta. of the. Yeah. So because it's okay. So it's a like, real life in the, Doogie in Hauser. In the fact that we we call a prodigy Doogie usually. Yes. Like whether it's medicine or anything. Okay. Yeah, I saw that, and there was another reboot I saw that. Um, That's a funny had... thing that you mentioned that Nate, like how it becomes it is a thing. Like we just refer to someone who's a genius at something, a Doogie Howser. Like, yeah, that's become yeah. our. It's a staple now. Whether it sticks into younger generations, which I doubt that happens, but it's very much of our generation type little thing. Well, there was a time when you could have said it's a Mozart, but um, I don't think uh, a lot uh, of that people... reference is long, long, long. Yeah, I don't th- unless unless you're an Amadeus fan, I don't think you're going to know that uh, Mozart was the original Doogie Howser. Maybe not the original, but he's the most famous. Child probably for a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What was he when he uh, wrote what his first symphony? Like he's like 13? eleven or twelve, oh, I think. Jesus, yeah. Like he was insanely talented. Um, although that movie very boring. So I'm, I'm not, you know what? Unpopular opinion. I'm just going to no, say it. Amadeus. It's Amadeus was the opinion to have. Amadeus. Two movies that, um, two movies that are like universally loved. I think Amadeus won Best Picture, um, and I this the other one might have too. Two universally loved that I find incredibly boring are Amadeus and Lawrence of Arabia. God, I mean, Lawrence of Arabia is boring. It has its, it's moments. Yeah. It in it, it, it if you know the story. It should be exciting. Like he was an ex- he led an exciting life. How do you make a boring movie out of that? I mean, I know wait, that's another topic we can go on to. It, you know, biopics that should have been exciting and ended up being boring as hell. Ooh. Like there's plenty plenty of those. What, what, um, what comes off the top of your head that you're like, yeah, that was a boring um, biopic. Well, I'll have to think about this. Um, it came out of nowhere. Like there was a moment where yeah, they weren't great, and then we had an, a bunch of hits. Like I could think of the like Walk the Line and Ray were you know very good. Ali, those are all like the Ali same. Ali was era. a good one, but the, but then there's I think what I'm trying to go for is is there's it's one thing if you're it's a biopic of a boring person so it's not going to be terribly exciting. Like I thought the, the Theory of Everything was a good movie and I thought Eddie Redmayne was really good in it where he mm. played Stephen Hawking. But not a terribly exciting life. I mean, Stephen Hawking was, you know, one of the smartest men in history. Not a terribly exciting life. Um, or, you know, I mean, if you're in, you know, obviously, scientifically speaking, it was. But not a lot happened outside of him being diagnosed with ALS. Um, but, you know, there are other more exciting people that. Well, I mean. I'm just trying. I'm trying to filibuster, trying to come I, up with one. Um, oh, I know which one's going to be bad, which I, 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 I hate that is going to be but the kurt warner one that's coming out like oh god yeah oh it's a it's a great story um 
obviously it's you know it's like a rudy-esque there's another one rudy-esque the mm. uh when you talked about doogie hauser the uh if you watched the football game the other night um uh with the florida state notre dame and there was a quarterback an amazing story a quarterback for florida state who basically was told he might not ever w- walk right again right because he tore he tore up his knee so badly and he, he had nerve damage blood loss everything and he was able to come in this game late and and lead almost lead them back to beat notre dame and uh, which is funny that it's Notre Dame that he was playing because they kept making Rudy references, but the Rudy reference like in the broadcast, but the Rudy references weren't correct because not even close to Rudy. This guy was like a projected to be an NFL player. He just destroyed his knee and man and came back from it. Yeah, like that's that's not Rudy. That's the op- that's the opposite of Rudy. You know, and not quite the opposite, but you know. Um, but yeah, Ru- Rudy in any underdog, you say Rudy. Yes, always. You know, it, even though Rocky, I feel like Rocky was that before Rudy. Like Rocky was the underdog. Oh, it was. But but yeah. but, but now it's now you Rudy's the go-to. Well, I mean, Rudy is just well, it's a real person. That's why I think that's the difference between Rocky and Rudy. Now, Rocky technically was a person. They did make that movie. Yeah, um, it was. Oh, the, the, the movie called um, The Bleeder. It was, with Leif Schreiber. Um, yeah, what was his name? I can't recall the the real guy. The, the yeah, Rocky was loosely based, but pretty close oh, to the guy. I mean, I he fought Andre the Giant in. Uh, yeah, Madison I used Chase I, I used to know his name. You know another one, another one that's very famous that's universally loved that I find kind of dull is Raging Bull, another biopic. Yeah, like not not a not a huge fan. Um, Chuck Wepner was the guy yeah that's it that's it yes and chuck wepner the his fame when stallone came up with the idea was rocky was when chuck fought muhammad ali and he knocked him down and yeah he knocked him down and he also chuck wepner much like rocky most of his his fighting style was pretty much Get getting hit. hit in the face constantly but not falling down yeah like oh my god the the rocky's absurd like he he has He's not a very good boxer, to be honest. He has no block. He he's never blocked a punch, not once. He just keeps getting hit over and over again, but yeah. doesn't fall down. He's like, remember that episode of The Simpsons when Homer was a boxer? Oh yeah, and oh, th- yeah. that's what happened. He just that was a thing. He could get him. Every fighter would just tire out because they'd keep hitting him, and Homer would never fall. But he never like threw a punch. He waited until they were exhausted and pushed them over. Yes, until he fought the Mike Tyson guy. The guy who was supposed to be Tyson. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, oh, the good times, the good times of the Simpsons. When when I would watch yeah. it weekly, oh, that was. I mean, I've it's been so long since I've watched it that you know a few episodes stand out, like that one and the one where they were, had the softball team was always funny. Oh, um, the uh, uh, speaking of boxing, did you watch the uh, Jake Paul fight? No, I did not. Unfortunately, I I decided not to waste my money on something. I believe that was that was was that this weekend or the weekend before? I might be off by a week. Yeah, it was the weekend week before, I think. Maybe. No, no, I don't know. It was the but yeah, the big pay per view this weekend was the AEW. That's uh, right. Wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. And there was I, yeah, UFC that's... and another thing that came up against it, but it was just a. Was... Yeah, that well, I'll get to the AEW in it, but like the, uh, yeah, Jake Paul, he. I don't think he. I mean. I don't really think he even won that fight, even though he was fighting a guy who he should have beaten. Like Ty- Tyron Woodley, uh, used was a champion, a UFC champion, but he's a, he's over over the hill. And not just because you're, a, he's not a boxer. Just because, yeah, but I mean, just that's what Jake Paul keeps doing. Is he he keeps finding these UFC? Well, the, 
at least Tyron Woodley was more of an upright fighter than Ben Askren, the last guy he'd be. Ben Askren wasn't even an upright fighter. He was a wrestler. Yeah. Like, that's not even... At least Tyron Woodley is the type of UFC fighter who does stand and punch, but he, that doesn't make him a boxer. Yeah. And and he and, and Woodley knocked, knocked him down, like knocked Jake Paul down, but of course he lost the split decision. But now I, I love... Um, they're asking like legit boxers and they're expecting these. Did you see they, they asked Canelo Alvarez uh, what he thought of Jake Paul and if he would fight Jake Paul. And Alvarez is like, it was tried to be very political about it. He's like, maybe one day, but not now. He's not ready. I would love to see that fight. Canelo Alvarez would kill him. Yeah. Just and the one who really, the one who wants a piece of him right now is uh, Tyson Fury's brother, his younger brother, whose name escapes me. His name's like something Fury. Right. Uh, he's like an he's like an up and coming boxer, whereas Tyson Fury, his brother, is the greatest heavyweight in the world. Wow. Um, but like, well, he's he's the champion. Yeah. Um, he uh, his younger brother, who's an up and coming fighter, keeps calling out Jake Paul, being like, "I want to fight you right now," and Jake Paul keeps like avoiding him because he he's he doesn't want to fight him. Looks a like Tommy person. Fury. Tommy guy. Fury. That's it. That's it. Uh, and you know you don't you don't mess with that family, the Furies, because they were. Um, uh, they come from what? Uh, well, no, no. The, what is the term? Um, Gypsy. Travelers? Yeah, we don't say that word anymore. Aren't they called travelers? Whatever you call them, but uh, yeah, formerly gypsies. They. Oh, um, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, woke culture. I didn't realize that. Well, I, I don't think it's like a such a slur that you can't say it anymore. We're not calling it the G word. Um, but and uh, Tyson Fury himself calls himself a gypsy. I just don't. Th I think it's become a thing where other people aren't supposed to say it. I think he refers to himself as the Gypsy King. He does. That's his. That's his nickname. But yeah, he. I believe the the PC term is travelers or nom nomads. Uh, I don't even know if nomads. I've I've heard them called travelers. Okay. But it, you know anybody who's seen Snatch, for instance, um, yeah. I would not get into a fist fight with a traveler. No. Uh, they have a fighting background. Um, yeah, and and you you see Tyson Fury. He doesn't look like a fighter. He looks like um, bald bull from uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Out of shape, bald uh, bull. By the way, an out of shape bald bull. Yeah. Um, but he, I wouldn't get into a, I wouldn't get into a fight with no. him. No, well, he's also what six foot five and just. Uh... Oh, he might even be taller than that. Uh, but he does have knockout power, even though he looks like a big. Um, you know, just a, he. I don't even know what he looks like. How to describe it? But anyway, that's he's enough six, about Jake Paul. Uh, that's pretty tall. Yeah. Well, but is he really? Because remember, like, what was Hulk Hogan listed as? Like something oh, six ten or something like that. Yeah, but that's yeah. wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah, but boxers do that too. No, actually, no, they can't. Boxers actually have to yeah. be weighed and measured. Weighed and measure. height. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's not true that they can lie so much. Uh, but that's a good, you know, Hulk Hogan. That's my segue back to AEW. Um, what did you watch that show? I did not. I just I, I caught, like a, I, I watched like a little bit of like reaction videos uh, during it. Yeah, in the same way that I, the CM Punk one from what do you call it? You call it a, a pop? Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, it's called a pop. Like the yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, like yeah. I saw the CM Punk one from like a like last month, which was really cool. Uh, and then the the it's going to be confusing calling him Daniel Bryan Bryanson again. Brian Daniels. Daniel Brian Danielson. Damn it! Yes, yeah. that's confusing. Um, which yeah, for yeah, anybody not familiar, he he reversed his name when he was in the WWE to Daniel Bryan, right? And but his real name is Brian Danielson. Yeah. But now be now that he's moved from WWE, he can't keep his name. I assume he can't use Daniel they, Bryan. No, he has to use his yeah. Because that's name. that's the same reason that Dean Ambrose had to go back to John Moxley, right? Yes, like, same uh, thing because they they can't use their 
Wait, can CM Punk still be CM yes, Punk? Yes, that was a whole How, thing about him. He they never uh, copyrighted his name, so it it was his name from the indies. So he had the rights to it. So Chick Magnet, okay. Punk, which is the CM. That was, that's what the that's what the CM Chick stands Chick Magnet. For? Yep. Did not. Know, it was uh, due that. due to legal battles. That's what they had to. Uh, that's like, funny. I didn't know that. Refer what the CM st- uh, stood for. Didn't didn't Hulk also? I mean, when Hulk went to WCW, isn't that why he became Hollywood Hogan? Yes. Or did he keep Hulk? No, he kept. It was Hollywood Hogan. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. they couldn't. So keep like the Hulk. they they. But Randy yeah, this, Savage I mean, already had the name before he went in. So like there there are certain ones, but yeah, they like do. they trademark everything now. There was like a legal battle for one of the women who's like, I never knew I'd had to fight over getting the rights to my own name. Chelsea Green is her name. Um, and she oh. was just released recently. And there was a legal battle about her name, which is her actual name. And Ultimate okay, Warrior is my favorite one because there was going to be a legal battle over that. So he changed his name to Ultimate Warrior to get to legally. The, oh, that's legally. Funny. So he became Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. That's funny. I saw a um, there was a uh, an auction recently, a sports auction where they were giving off um, a several um, wrestling. Oh yes, um, memorabilia. But the one that I can't recall what the the highest end one was. But the one that caught my attention was the pair of shears that Brutus, the, my all time favorite wrestler, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, used in the match against Randy Savage. It like one of the WrestleManias, or maybe it was summer. One of the Summer Slams. It was it was a big match. I believe it was him against Macho Man, and like Hulk, he teamed up with Hulk Hogan or something. Well, course, yeah, because he and Hulk Hogan were like um, allies, weren't they? Right. In the old because they were best friends in real life. Um, it was so it was the shears from some big match, and I was like, oh, that what a what a great piece of memorabilia. <laughs> uh, my brother actually, who's a die diehard wrestling fan, and got me into it as a kid. He used to make. Uh, vhs tapes of the of the big matches and, and give them to me like i don't think they were in paper i don't think pay-per-view was a thing in the 80s was it like how did people watch wrestlemania uh, there was a you, you get like some kind of box um uh, oh, okay. that you would attach to the outside of the house that would run through it was a, it was an old way of doing the the pay-per-views back in those days like you get yeah, some he, kind of thing he, he recorded them and, and that's how i you know that's how i fell in love with um was it miss elizabeth or was it Lady Elizabeth? Miss Elizabeth? Miss Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah. And um, which looking back, I as a kid, I was like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. And then I look back at the old footage, I'm like, eh, not really. It was, uh, um, yes, the, the, the shears that were on the market uh, for this auction were used in the 1989 SummerSlam of Hulk Hogan and him as a tag team versus Macho Man Randy Savage and Zeus from the no holds bar oh fame. well or more famously debo from friday yes. or re- may rest in peace he just passed away recently uh from covid mm-hmm. um but also he uh most okay yeah no holds barred zeus from no holds barred which is a very um, niche oh. reference that a lot of people might not remember i believe it's on netflix right now uh really i'd watch that again i i you, there are some lines in there nate where you'd be like wow there's like wasn't a... jo- it wasn't Joan Severance like the love interest in it? I used to love her, um, but yeah, he was also Debo, no, probably most famous from as Debo from Friday. But the thing I love most from is as the president yes. in the Fifth Element. Uh, like uh, yeah, Joan Severance was the love interest. Yeah, in that used one. to used to love her. Um, yeah, Hulk Hogan's when The Rock. I mean, Hulk Hogan was obviously the pioneer of wrestler turned actor. Um, 
Well, was he? Jesse no, Ventura. it was Roddy Roddy Piper. Roddy Roddy Piper might have been first. Was they live before anything Hulk did? It was around the same time, but I know uh, Roddy left the wrestling industry to go acting, go into acting. But but we would cons- we would you would agree that the gold standard at at the time oh, was of, Hulk, Hulk of, was... Of, of wrestler turned actor um, was Hulk Hogan. Not a good actor. Well, not a bad actor, but he just was made terrible movies. Like, um, uh, what was the Rocky Three oh. was his big one. Well, Thunderlips, sure, but yeah. that was a smaller part. But the his starring roles uh, wasn't it? Mist, was it Mister Nanny was yes, one? Yes, one. Uh, Callback to Christopher Lloyd when he was in Suburban Commando. That was the other one. Um, obviously, No Hold No Holds Barred. Yes. Or, oh, Gremlins Two. Oh, okay, his cameo, his cameo in Gremlins Two was the best part of Gremlins Two. That's true. We were talking about wrestlers and movies, and we were just going through the Hulk Hogan. We're just specifically talking about Hulk Hogan. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, you, you missed you know. some classics here. Not really. No. Not really. Not, not um, how are you, Sam? How's it going? Oh, it's fun. What is it? They just Did decided you, uh... to, they decided to, for whatever reason, LAUSD decides to take Friday, Monday, and Tuesday off for Labor Day for the hell of it. I get it. It's Rosh Hashanah, but today, um, but it's been tough. <laughs> That's all. I imagine. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, Did... in an ideal world, I would take today off, but because things, the schedules, our schedules are all crazy, and Josh just started, you know, school again. Like it's just been insane. Usually, Josh can just take a day off and just like not a big deal, but you know, it's the second week of school. So. Yeah, oh yeah, you can't or, really. Or LMU, anyway. Yeah. And LMU is complete, completely back. Like I'll, I'll. In person? Yeah, I mean, UCLA is too, eventually, like, yeah. at the end of September. Most universities are, as long as um, they're vaccinated, so. Mm, that makes sense. Um, they so, lived did sorry, come not, out not, before. What? They lived did come out a year before. Okay, all right. See, that's a so. very important callback. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I think, mo- as since you brought it up, Sam, I think it's important to mention that the new um, college poll came out to the, uh, yesterday, last night, and UCLA is ranked number 16. Oh, Boom. which which is not a good thing. Like, I, I I'd rather us be at the very bottom, like twenty five, only because whenever we get ranked, it's always yeah, just we, bad. We fuck things up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're the we do better when we're the callback to earlier conversation, Hugh. When we're the Rudy, not the or or like, the like or the David. Look at basketball. Look what happened at yeah. March Madness. N- like, nobody expected UCLA to do anything. They end up almost going to the finals. Yeah. Now, um, we we beat. We have one, one, well, two great games. They did really well against Hawaii, and Hawaii sh- is a shitty team, but they yeah, did what they nice were supposed up. to do. Is, but yeah, but that's what good teams do is they beat the shit out of shitty teams, and that's what they did. Old UCLA would have beaten Hawaii by like five points. Wait, didn't Washington it, lose to like Montana over the weekend? The, uh, yeah. yeah, there were there were some weird, weird losses. You know, it's the first week; it happens. But um, and LSU probably is going to end up not being very good. Like I'm not even sure why LSU was ranked where they were. Because it's but, still LSU um, and SEC. Like you, you know, yeah. it's going to the the win, the magnitude of the win is going to die off as the season goes on, kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. It's true. The um, but now now we go into our stretch of like playing bad Pac-12 schools. So it's actually they could rack up some wins before playing anybody good. Like you know, obviously we don't play USC until it's like the last. It's always the last game of the season. So that's the big. You know, there's some other good teams, but I think next we, we're off this week, and then like, this weekend, and next next weekend we play uh, 
Fresno State. Oh, yeah, they didn't have the a good game. Fighting Bulldogs. I believe Fresno State sometimes is good, sometimes they, they they're They're sometimes so. good. They, 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 once, they had the Carr brothers, the two NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, they, they, they're hit or miss. They're, I, I, don't, I yeah. haven't been following them this past like, you know, season or anything, but, um, but Fresno State's pretty solid every so often. They so, can, I mean, can, go figure. They can show up. Here. It, was, it was nice to shove it to Ed Orgeron, the uh, Louis, LSU coach, after him calling, us, calling our school colors sissy. Oh, because yeah, did you see that? No, I didn't there's, see there's, that. There's video of Orgeron walking into the Rose Bowl kind of being taunted by, by some UCLA fans, and Orgeron just looked at one of the guys and said something about him wearing sissy blue, and it was all on camera. Mm. And, and also, like, who says that anymore? Uh, an old an old school coach who probably if he says if he's still using the word sissy i'm assuming he's using a lot of other inappropriate words that shouldn't be used anymore but yes i mean look at it look at his career right like i mean he went to usc um like i mean this is a thing like he he lost out on that job and it probably wasn't even a good job because what sarkeesian got it instead well sarkeesian was drunk the whole time that's why Um, yeah it happens and then there's like Lane Kiffin, like all these like you old USC coaches are all kind of just spread around the US right now. And a lot of them are just not remarkable, in my opinion. I don't know. Lane, well, Lane's it, doing well in the Ole Miss now. He is. They did very well last night. Yeah. It's my opinion of Lane. It's the same thing. I know, Sam, you dis- you disagree because I know I, I've mentioned this before that I like Pete Carroll now and I know you still despise him. It's because he's a Seahawks and he's never he hasn't changed. He hasn't changed at all. That's but my, my opinion, I used to think Lane Kiffin was the biggest asshole. And he is. To be fair, he is. But ever since he left USC and, and he started doing radio bits on um, on Levitard, and he's really – like he is an asshole, but he totally leans into it. Like that's his whole persona. And when he's not the coach of the team you hate, he's really funny. Like I like him a lot. Uh, I just hated him when he was USC's coach. Yeah, but you're you're also a straight white male, so of course you like him. Fair, fair. Okay, I can't can't argue with that. That's true. <laughs> but Ed Orgeron is the per like LSU is his dream job because that's where he, he's from. I don't know if, if you've ever heard El- Ed Orgeron talk. He's he's Cajun. He sounds exactly like um, Adam Sandler yep. in in The Waterboy. He sounds like Bobby Boucher. So like LSU was his dream job. So you know, good for him. He he was kind of he was really a fish out of water in L.A. That was not his scene, um, like the glitz and glamour. The only that, uh, UCLA, USC yeah, at the time. which which is why it was would have been. I mean, he obviously he moved on for or moved up for obvious reasons. But Cliff Kingsbury, when he was going to take the USC job, Cliff King Cliff Kingsbury was going to take the OC job. At- oh, OC job, but but the the thought there being that he would have been the coach in waiting. Um, and frankly, he should be an OC because he can't coach anything but offense. But if ever there was a coach that's tailor-made to be in Los Angeles, it's that man. It's an attractive man. Uh, well, you yeah. know, he's doing just fine in Arizona, it seems like. Yeah, like well, well, we'll see after they're, this season. They're, they're kind of mediocre. But uh, hey, you know what? Chip Kelly, Renaissance. Maybe people. Hey, if he brings like, back that the, it, took, it only took him like, what, four or five years? It's well, so funny. The, the, last two, the last two. The last ever since this game, the last two days, it's been I've read countless articles about Kip, Chip Kelly is back, and the, you know this is the team he always wanted. It's like he he's been here for like four years. He's been no, shit. He, lit, lit, he literally saved his job with these two games. Yeah, and there is something I remember when he first came to UCLA. There is something to this that he had to recruit his own players. Like the players that he had at Oregon were very unique, unlike other you know yeah, small, all and small and fast, small and fast. Yeah, um, which so it. 
it's not a it I gave him a break the his first two years, Chip Kelly, because you have to bring in your own players, like for your style. Right. But now it's four years later, and, and like, okay, now – and and if, and if they end up going six and six, they're going to go back to, like, fuck Chip Kelly. It's, but right now he's the bell of the ball. Eh, and on that note, Nate, we're going to leave it on the bell of the ball. You missed our – I'm, I'm, I'm bummed I missed out on all the wrestling talk. Oh, no, we had more fun <laughs> stuff, Sam. We, I, we, it, talked about, we, we talked about the Twitter account. It's, it's, it's the Andrea Zuckerman Twitter account where it, it – te- it, it gives you the when people turn the age that Gabrielle Gutierrez was when when the, when 90210 premiered, she was 29 and change. So when people hit that age, they've crossed the Andrea Zuckerman line, even though oh, Andrea Zuckerman kind of like is a 50. The Wilford Brimley it's line. Like, but... It's like the Brimley. It's kind of Stacey Dash, but Stacey Dash is not popular anymore. So, yeah. That's the, okay. You, another one. We were, we were talking That's about actors the one. Way, way too old to be playing high schoolers, and Stalker Channing was the. Uh, the um, you know, the, the pinnacle of that, Stacey Dash and Clueless, way too old to be playing a high schooler.